a fresh dose of tech news and insight. This is breaking news on Eagle Eyes on Tech. It is Wednesday, September 13th, 2023. This is Eagle Eyes on Tech, and I'm Eagle Falcon. Yep, of course, the day after the Apple announcement, of course, we're going to talk about it. There's actually quite a lot to talk about there because, well, there just is. Yesterday was a very loaded announcement day. We'll also get to the Unity story in just a bit. We're just going to cover everything real quick just to keep you in the loop, just so you have an idea. First things first, Apple announced new Apple Watches. We have the Series 9 and the Ultra 2. The biggest thing about these watches is basically the hand gestures. You can now tap your fingers together while wearing these, and it will go ahead and do things like mute, next track, hang up call, answer call, whatever it may be, it, it'll it do it as long as you pre-program it to do so in the first place. This is an interesting concept, and I'm willing to bet much like a lot of what Apple does, it probably will end up just catching on as just a general piece of culture, this double tap sort of gesture. You laugh, but it very well might. We see this sort of thing happen fairly frequently within Apple products. It is the brightest it's ever been. It is the dimmest watch ever will be. And I mean, for the most part, this is actually a pretty decent update for the Apple Watch. We'll go into more details spec-wise on that, but of course we're going to get to the iPhones. First up is the iPhone 15 and 15 Plus. They're chain. They're uh, excuse me. It's early in the morning. Forgive me. Their specs have not changed. I actually a little behind the scenes. I wanted to record this last night, but last night was so busy trying to troubleshoot a whole bunch of other stuff that I just simply didn't get a chance to. And uh, here we are, first thing in the morning, recording this and then just uploading it as is, no editing. That's going to be fun later, but I digress. Anyway, iPhone 15. Updated process. For the most part, the actual iPhone 15 really didn't change. The two biggest changes for the most part is, in fact, the island on it. It has the exact same sort of dynamic island front-facing camera setup that the iPhone 14 Pro had. And... USB-C, and yes, everyone is correct in saying that in fact, the USB-C is only charging using USB-2 speeds. It says so right on Apple's website under charging and expansion, USB-2 up to 480 megabits per second. The iPhone 15 by contrast, I'm sorry, the iPhone 15 Pro by contrast, by the way, the iPhone 15, same price. 15 Pro, the body is now made of titanium. That is a new update. The processor is supposed to be crazy powerful. Like they're talking console level performance on this new A17 chip. It is insane what they're claiming this sucker can do. USB-C as well, this time, however, actually having... USB 3.0 speeds. Now, I was curious because a few people were speculating that, in fact, the chip is the reason the old one does not have 
USB 3. I felt that was silly because we've had USB-C on in the Apple ecosystem for a while. So why would there just be no USB 3.0 speeds on, on that sort of stuff? Well, I did a little bit of digging, all right? Before I get to that though, there actually is one bit of detail that did happen. The prices for the most part over the iPhone stayed the same, except on the 15 Pro Max. The 15 Pro Max had its lowest end option removed. There is no longer a 128 gigabyte version of the, I, of the 15 Pro Max. So the 1099 version is gone. The cheapest you can get a Pro Max for is 1199, which puts it now within spitting distance of the Samsung Galaxy 23 Ultra. You know, that whole spiel. I'm kind of indifferent on it. I still need more time to think about it. But I did look to see if it was a processor limitation. The iPad lineup mostly has switched to M processors with one exception. The base iPad, the 10.9 inch, does still use an iPhone processor and sure enough, USB-C on there has support for charging, display port and USB 2.0 speeds. So it does appear to be less about Apple trying to get force you to upgrade to a higher end iPhone. I mean, it kind of is, but still it's less about that and more about that is a limitation of uh, the older Apple Silicon. They never put USB three on there because of course those processors only supported lightning for so long. So why would they? So it's less malicious design and more bad planning. That's pretty much the deal going on at Apple. All right. We'll talk more about it on the actual Eagle Eyes on Tech next week. For now, though, let's talk about Unity. Unity has, in fact, changed the way they are licensing themselves out to small developers. Once you reach a certain threshold... Unity developers have to pay up to 20 cents per installation of their game once they hit the threshold of 200,000 downloads or $200,000 of revenue. Wow. Look, I hate licenses like this, all right? It does not cost Unity any extra per installation of a game for them to sell the use of their engine. This is a stupid model to price things at, all right? I'm just gonna straight up set it. This is greedy. And the way I justify greed, all right, is simply this is the way the payment is structured have any effect on how the thing is used for example the mmo i played final fantasy 14 they charge me a monthly fee well every month they have developers that 
make new content. They have servers to upkeep every single month. They have electric bills and paychecks to pay every month. I get why there's a subscription fee. There is to that. What does it cost Unity? Depending on how many times I install, say, Cult of the Lamb or Among Us, for instance. It doesn't cost Unity anything. This is blatant greed. And it is incredibly unfair to developers that have used Unity under the impression that it was one way it operates, but now very suddenly is going to change drastically. This is incredibly stupid. And pretty much every single developer yesterday has been screaming from the rooftops. This news was almost as big as the Apple news. That should tell you something, by the way, that this is going on. They need to, they need to go back to the way they were. I'm sorry, Unity. This is a terrible look for you. This is blatant greed and just is a message to every developer out there that Unity is not friendly to developers at all whatsoever. And quite frankly, as a game engine that was considered user-friendly, novice-friendly, and it was a great entry point to get into the, f into the field, this is just atrocious. Now, this will not start until 2024. I would argue it should start never. This is a terrible idea. This should have never seen the light of day. And just this should be buried, never mentioned again. And they should absolutely do a full 180. There is no excuse for this. And this is a sign that whoever's at the helm of Unity, I know there are some sketchy people that just moved in at, at uh, the lead of Unity. And this is a terrible, terrible sign. There's just no other way to, to look at this. But again, I will be doing a deeper dive and getting it ready for a full Eagle Eyes on Tech. That is going to do it for me. And you know, for the sake of old times, get out there and conquer the day. It's like the early bird briefing's back, except, you know, it's not. <laughs>